0: Hi, this is Connie. This Bonnie. is
1: like one of those messed up <laughs> <laughs> Legend of Ron Burgundy uh, anchorman things. If you could know what we were talking about right before her smile snapped in, you would have loved it. But we're not going to tell you. It is the Get Up Team podcast.
0: Hi, everyone. It's the Get Up Team. I'm Art. And I'm Connie.
1: And uh, we're shooting a different way today. We're actually... Bumping computers here. Let's see. I don't know. She doesn't want to bump computers. She just wants to keep a little space. So we'll do that. But look at the backdrop. Look at our long Last Supper style table. Cocktails. A
0: beverage. A beverage. This is our morning beverage. Mine's (laughs) grapefruit.
1: These are one of those where uh, the morning turned into the afternoon. The morning turned into the afternoon. Don't think I'm starting off it. I'm in Zoom
0: meeting too. I'm double
1: dipping, I'm double recording. You know what? See, what I've learned is just say, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's not going to
1: do that very often, but you know, I'm picking and choosing my moments. That's for sure. So
0: well, we here, have we weird
1: feedback. here we are. I don't know. I don't know. But what we're going to do is we're going to talk today a little bit because now we're trying to stay in our 30 minute time frame trying to stay there for each of these episodes 30 35 minutes people got shit to do we know so i'm going to jump right in the topic is on my side today on the topic is on my side of the table today and i want to talk about that bullshit that bullshit that we do every day as individuals in our professional lives and even in our personal lives where we are passive aggressive the way we handle things, or we just have these program responses. So I'm gonna. I
0: have read that list, but I didn't ever hear a lot of that stuff.
1: Yeah, she has never heard these these uh, phrases that I'm gonna say to you. So I mean, I've she's heard gonna, of them,
0: but I don't. I've never heard anyone use she's them. She's never the
1: office. ever used it in the office either. So I'm going to talk to those people that maybe will relate to this because I believe that a lot of you guys have heard these phrases before. And we'll talk about why she hasn't, because I think that that's a bunch of malarkey. This is on ink.com. and it was published this year, I believe, I don't know. (laughs) But it says 11 common words and phrases people use but rarely ever mean, along with what to say instead, especially if your goal is to get results. So there's a way to get what you want without being cliche and without being full of shit. What is said often <laughs> what is said often is often not what is meant, basically, especially where these phrases are concerned. So I'm just going to go down the list and, and riff and see, see what we can uncover. I have, too. have you ever she's kidding uh, the list too. OK. See, OK. I'm just thinking out loud. Have you ever heard anybody say that? I've heard somebody <laughs> say that at least once. She hasn't heard anybody say this, never in her presence, never at work, never on a trip, never at an amusement park ever. So this person that I'm thinking of, I've heard like a hundred people say this. I'm just thinking out loud and then they go on to say other things. But what this article says is brainstorming is one thing, making half-baked proposals is another. This is why Jeff Bezos famously makes people read their own documents before a meeting starts. He wants considered responses, considered ideas and consider proposals. Not just sitting at that table of the round and just sitting back in your chair. You a, in in and, here, you're and you're just, just talking to everybody and go say, like, you know what, I'm just thinking out loud right now, I'm just thinking out loud right now. I'm just gonna say this stuff. Because you know what my correlate is for my personal self? I always say I'm just throwing spaghetti at the wall. It's because I have no idea of what I'm talking about at the moment and I'm throwing complete bullshit against the wall, but something's gonna stick. And I'm gonna go through the painful process of I'm filtering that everybody out and, else
0: listen if, to if,
1: it. and feeling feeling out what those things on the wall if nothing is on there that works I will know that but if there's a couple of things that I think might work I'm going to push through and research through and make it a, a very solid idea that's my that's my correlative statement I say I'm just throwing spaghetti at the wall right now I say it because I know it's bullshit, and I know I have to sift through that bullshit to get to the nut that I'm going to get to. And I, I'm always confident that I will get there. But I heard somebody say that before. And, you know, it's, um, I'm just thinking out loud, or just am just doing spaghetti at the walls. It's like, eh, you know what the advice here on ink is? If you haven't had time to think it through, just be quiet and leave the floor to those who have. <laughs> Do you see? That's the wisdom that you can get from that very first one. She has never encountered any of this before, so she's not going to even understand what we're talking about. But we're talking about stuff that we've encountered. Number two. Number two on the list. There's only 11. No, it's fine. Is that responsive? Have you guys ever heard that response? I've heard it at least 20 times, and I'm not counting. I've heard somebody just say to me, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. They just, that's what it is. That's the response. No, it's fine. Um,
0: That's a blow
1: off It's uh, whatever it is It's said a lot She's never heard it before of course Because she's never had anybody say anything on this list
0: in the office
1: Let's go back to the beginning of this podcast And listen to what she said She said I have not heard anybody say these phrases to me
0: In the office
1: In real life The office doesn't matter This is a whole thing about This whole show is about holistic Not just office Okay I'm just
0: saying Uh,
1: Okay okay so maybe she has heard it now now i'm getting on her page now so no it's fine if she has heard it then it's something i've heard a lot and it's it just means i don't want to talk to you about it anymore it's just dismissive passive aggressive statement that really if you have somebody in your life that does that to you they fucking aren't telling you the truth half the time they're keeping most of the stuff inside and well, they just, just don't it want means, to tell you anything. Um, i'm
0: done talking about this let's move on
1: if you have a person like that in your life that does what she just said, they are most oftentimes holding half of the things they want to say about you inside. That's the moment where they're uh, just trying to cut off having information from you.
0: Discussing it.
1: Once again, if you have that person We're that has that response rather, rather than uh, <laughs> deal, with the, deal with the program and deal with the problem head on, they're just passive aggressive and that's what they do. So that's three? number two. Um, And it's like, um, this is where you should say very definitively, instead of saying, no, it's fine. Say, no, it's not fine, but I don't want to talk about it anymore. Have the balls in your freaking urethra or your testicles to say that at least. Don't be a puss about it. That's number two. Only eight more to go. Um, In case you missed this. What is that? I've heard that before. Now I'm realizing that Connie may have as well um, in real life, not in the office. She's never heard In Case You Missed This from any executive or any of subservient ever. But in real life, have you ever heard In Case You Missed This? Mm, I don't
0: really have anybody that. I mean, that just seems like. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> miss that. <laughs> they know you didn't miss it. They're like. Hey, I didn't get this a response.
1: Is what this whole, no, I didn't get a response you, from you. Let me tell you guys what. This whole thing is, is really about me sending this article out ahead of time and being able to read these responses. I wish I had just sprung it on her right now because then it can be really fun. But right now there's a, there's a counter for every, basically everything that I'm gonna go through. So I'm gonna go that route. Number three, in case you missed this, what Ink is saying is maybe the recipient did miss your old Call-esque email. Most likely, though, they weren't interested. That's what they're saying. In case you missed this, you're saying to that person they disregarded (laughs) you already. As a sender, understand the person you're targeting. If it's someone who gets dozens of mail emails a day, like Mark Cuban, he doesn't respond because he gets too many emails to respond individually anyway. If he's interested, he'll respond. So if you're tempted to send a follow-up and find out more uh, – if you're tempted to send that type of follow-up, find a more creative way to do it. In case you missed this only ensures that even if he does see your second email, he's not going to read the the first one either. He's not going to read it. It's just like you're ugh. And so it's also true for cycling this back up to your inbox. That's another one that we've heard before. Copy, paste it, resend is no more attractive than the original, which is also true for just following up. <laughs> All three of these are 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 speak for I don't need uh, uh, for you to say have you seen what I have to say? And the other person is saying, I have, I just don't have shit to say about it right now. So the <laughs> in, in case you missed this is not a good way to go. Cycling this back to the top of your inbox is not a good way to go. And saying just following up is not a good way to go. Now with just following up, there is I mean, there is this moment where occasionally a follow-up is warranted. If someone said they would do something and haven't, by all means follow up. Even the most organized person occasionally forgets. But if you're just following up to take a second or third shot, find a more creative opening line. Look at what you wrote in the first email. In all likelihood, it was benefit-driven for you. Want people to respond?
0: Make it. Find a way to them. benefit
1: them. So this is why I picked this article. Because there's actually real shit behind it that we just don't even stop to think about. We are we, like you-based. Me, 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 me. Remember You remember her? Yeah. That's what it is. So you got to kind of think about other people and think about what you want to get from that attention and re- get a reciprocative, reciprocative um, um, action back. That's all you can do because they've seen your emails. Don't get it twisted. They are. Find a they way to might not have
0: read it. That's they thing.
1: see it. They don't read it because they don't consider you even a person of interest for them. When you, have you knocked it out the park for them yet? Have you made them some money? And once again, the solution is what benefits them? That's what the, the core of that one is number six yeah. have you heard this one it's not about the money it sounds so lovely i want to get that same violin. and put it in the shop but oh it's not about the money it's about the art it's about being creative oh mm. <laughs> whatever it's not about it's almost almost exactly what it's about that's what the article says that's what you're saying. That's probably what the fuck it's all about. If
0: they're bringing up money, then they're thinking about
1: money. If they say the phrase, <laughs> it's not about the money, danger, real Robinson. Danger. Like money. If money weren't an issue, you wouldn't even think to bring it up. An employee once said, I don't want to raise because of the money. I want to raise because of the respect it confers. You know? I don't want these people looking at me like I'm a lame. You know? I need to, I've been here like nine years never got to raise a promotion. I got to do this for me, for my reputation. So keep in mind that there's nothing wrong with money being a primary driver. If it's not about the money, focus on what's most important. So I just went through those six. We have five more to go. Now that I know that you have heard some of them before and that you um, actually have these moments in your life where maybe that was said to you or you said it to someone else, I mean, how do, how do you think they're doing on this advice? And what do you, what, what phrases well, there that you don't agree with? I think there's some
0: things on here. I think the overall article is what I have an issue about. It's not so much the phrases. I mean, in the meeting, uh, I'm just thinking out loud, like, that just means, like, I'm throwing shit out there. But there's these things here where it's more about trying to get a reaction versus, like, saying something that is um, dishonest or not. You know, I guess this falls more under the passive-aggressive, like in case you miss this, cycling back around or just following up when the person didn't say they were going to give you something or deliver something. (sighs) That's just making... that. There's ways to make your conversations or your correspondence more useful and interesting. Um, So I kind of feel like those are different than saying no it's just fine because no it's just fine is like someone's saying it's fine but it's not fine these other things they're just saying like you're trying to get someone's attention and you're not going to get it that way um and then i've never like no one's ever said it's not about the money i guess if they're asking for a raise and they're saying it's not about the money like that doesn't even go that doesn't even make sense right Hmm. The one that was interesting to me is, um, <laughs> um, I'm a giver. <laughs> like I, I've never heard anyone say that well, in the, the office. Head <laughs> skip the head. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, well, let's.
1: <laughs> like I, I took that pause so that you could just like we can focus on the, what we're doing because I'm gonna do the next ones and give you that same opportunity to do to do that for well, the other I'm ones. Well, I'm just saying because like, it's okay, my okay, turn to do overall, the topics. It's my her yeah. turn is next and she's yeah. gonna be leading the topics. This one was my turn to lead the topics, so I'm kinda doing it in my format, which I emailed.
0: Good.
1: So so let me I stopped at six so we could talk about her thoughts. So she's saying that the whole circle back and all that stuff, you know, has to be kinda handled sometimes because people forget or there's stuff that well, I mean, follow you, up people, on,
0: right? Like in, in the office environment sometimes you request information from somebody. And sometimes they don't give it to you. So you gotta follow up again, or call them, or say, hey, you know, I sent you an email on this date, and I need this information from you.
1: So do you believe that the article is correct, where they say sometimes people see it, they just disregard it?
0: Well, sometimes people are busy, and they forget. Um, I think that's part of it, and I think it also depends on the the corporate culture. Because some corporate cultures, you know, they have a culture where you're supposed to respond to people, right, regardless of whatever level you're at, like that's the culture, you respond, and how quickly you respond is also part of culture sometimes, so I've worked at companies where people respond and part of the culture is that you respond within the day, and no matter where you're at in the hierarchy of things, the the corporate culture was that you respond, and that, that what about real life culture? Well, I mean, real life, that just depends on your relationship with the people and where, how they value you or not value you. Mm-hmm. But in court, But in this specific company, everyone from the CEO responded within the day. Like you could send a message to the CEO, and whether he responded himself or he had a team of people doing it, but you got a response saying, I got your message, we're forwarding it to the right company, or here's a response your request or your question so you know you were always you always got a response and I I really valued that Um, because it made you feel like you were important and I think people worked extra hard at that company because they did feel valued I try to do
1: that every day in life I try and teach people if it's a yes or no answer a one-sentence answer try and do it within 24 hours when you don't receive something within 24 hours there's a chance that they didn't get it but most most times they disregarded you and then sometimes notes. people are life.
0: scanning. If corporate emails. make you,
1: they make you do it. That's different.
0: Yeah, and they they just don't get back to you. And like I worked for another company where people don't didn't respond to things, and that was super annoying. And I would send a follow up like, "Hey, I sent you this. Did you get it? Did you read it? What's the answer?" You know. So
1: in real life, though, answer? people don't get back with you, to you within twenty four hours. know that they're disregarding you, your position. <laughs> That's I'm not say that as a Sometimes fact.
0: Sometimes people may have missed your message.
1: In corporate America, if you are important. this, have,
0: like, stuff going on.
1: If the, that's exactly correct. <laughs> stuff that's more important than your shit. If you see Bobby Iger on that, on that thing or you see Steven Spielberg and that's bold in your mailbox, you make a decision at that moment whether you're going to skip over that. You see it. You make a decision whether you're going to skip over that mail or you're going to pay attention to it. He could just be saying happy birthday for Christ's sake. You don't know what's in that mail. But or or she, let I mean not get crazy. But Hillary Clinton, Condoleezza Rice, that that email shows up. That person has importance. You open it. See, that's the difference. Corporate America is just like real life, kind of. People are prioritizing. They see your shit. They're just choosing to skip over because they got more important shit to do, more important than you at the moment. In real life, that's the same thing. So just always keep that in mind. That's what it right. is. And then also,
0: this says like, how do you make your email is more important and if you could make it relevant to that person or you're offering some value to that person then they're more likely to respond that's
1: why i said have you hit it out the park for them yet have you have you done that that work have you put in that work have you figured out benefits to them not you you got a question they don't give a fuck about it make that that question benefit them it's a, it's, it, it requires a little more gray matter, a little bit more brain power, but that's why you're at the boss level anyway. You gotta pop a collar and do what you gotta do. So, we have just four more. Oh, it's good. Ah, you know this one. I'm a that sounds great, I'll let you know. How many times have you said that in an email? Or how many times have you said that at the end of a night? A night where you kind of parlayed it at the table and talked about dreams of dreams? and you say, hey, that sounds great. That sounds great. I'll let you know, I'll get back at you. I'll hit you this week. That sounds great, I'll let you know. (laughs) What Ink says is rarely has someone told me that and really gotten back to me. Never have they gotten back to me with a yes. While your intentions may be good, letting people down easy often gets their hopes up, which makes the eventual letdown even worse. So if you're really not feeling them, If you're not feeling what they're saying or you don't understand it and you have no place and where you can do any good for it just tell them it's like man i hope the best for what you're doing and um for me it's just i don't i'm not understanding it and i i just can't commit to it right now that's way better than saying you know what that sounds great let me get back to you don't do that it's passive aggressive that's the seventh one now we're going to one she skipped ahead to i'm a giver
0: <laughs> that people that are givers don't tell you they're. Giving. I'm a they giver. Do and
1: give. I'm a giver is just the ultimate of. They're not. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm a giver. I'm is the ultimate. That
0: means I'm trying to be a giver.
1: Yeah, yeah every once in a while you get I copy. want you to think
0: I'm a giver, but
1: I'm not. Mm-hmm. A <laughs> boss used to say that all the time, but he wasn't. That's what Inc is saying. Truly giving people give away generously, selflessly, and without expectation of return very true they give because a portion of their happiness and their success comes from seeing other people be happy and seeing other people succeed giving people giving people give because it's who they are and what they've learned to be you're not always born with it sometimes you have to actually learn the skill um, so it's not just it's just not an easy thing to be do you walk around saying I'm a man or I'm a redhead or I'm an American people of course say you that. don't
0: I'm an American well
1: we know that portion of life and there's growth that needs to happen with them as well. As far as <laughs> why they have to say that out loud, you know. And I, I put that across the board. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm this type of person. I'm, I'm this. It, it can go on and on and on. I'm not going to get myself in trouble on here, but everybody's declaring who they are. They want that recognition for their, their set, their cult, their position. So it's I'm like an American. I'm an American. I it's just as.
0: it's just put it on a belt buckle put
1: it on a belt buckle
0: just in case people were
1: wondering (laughs) yeah they because they will with you (laughs) without talking to you um (laughs) to to quote margaret thatcher what do like i do like power is like being a lady if you have to say you are you aren't i can't do the british accent but it sounds really (laughs) good with a british accent as well just like tea and crumpets the same is true for being a giver people already know if you are they see it by your actions they see you giving all the time they know and if you aren't they know that too because they never see you doing shit <laughs> they never see you giving anything back to anything anywhere anytime cool. so that's just what it is you know either you're doing it or you're not um oh now see you're this is this the one I was
0: oh you're a giver
1: you you don't have to tell people you're a giver but they see that you're a giver that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you see that you're a good one. All right, what's your next one? Um, The number nine is this big one that I was gonna get at her for the whole time when I thought she was gonna say she never heard any of these be like applied in real life. I was gonna say, well, let me be honest. That seems like a really good lead-in. It's not passive aggressive, like saying, let me be honest. <laughs> and then you're supposed to follow up with honesty, right? <laughs> That's not what happens generally with this phrase. Or um, do you think that
0: you can say, hey, can I just be honest with you? Can I be straight with you?
1: That's another version of this. Can I be straight what, with you? Let inc- me
0: just be straight with you because I think that
1: shit. That's what that means. Let me be honest, yes. When I picked this article, I like that they said that it's you can say it, but it also implies at that moment that you haven't been honest or open or f- forthcoming up to that point.
0: Probably haven't.
1: And if not, why yeah. not? If you need to say something difficult, just say it. Don't pretend you're saying something you shouldn't say because if you really shouldn't say it, don't say it. And if you feel you need to foreshadow bluntness, use frankly or candidly or to be clear. To be clear. Well, that
0: seems kind of harsh. To be clear?
1: yeah. That idea, that
0: proposal? That's
1: the one where I was just like, no, you know what? I'm going to just say all the crazy shit in my head and then you can process it on your own. And if you don't like it, you tell me. That's my philosophy. I'll tell you the craziest shit I want to say to you. And if you don't like it, you tell me about it. Cause I didn't feel uncomfortable saying it to you, so that's just me. Um, only two more. Oh, this is another one they saved. Ooh, with all due respect. What does that mean? Listen, with all due respect, <laughs> you can. I can hear a million conversations since I was like 15 that someone has said, whether it was a teacher or a coworker or a collaborator. Look, with all due respect,
0: I beg to differ.
1: I beg to differ, sir. I bet to differ take it from Ricky Bobby with all due respect implies you feel the other person is wrong they're misguided or somehow they're missing the mark altogether and believe that I've said it to people look with all due respect whatever you just said is bullshit (laughs) that's what that's what I'm trying to tell you instead of using a theoretically impact softening preface just say as politely and professionally as you can what you really mean Because the best way to show due respect is to be honest and forthright. And I, once again, look, at least if you're saying what's on your head and the way you want to say it, somebody can help you learn them better and correct you into a way of just... Because if they're worth it, you're going to make certain modifications to make them feel comfortable. It's not being a punk on the other side of the table. It's being more precise as far as how their feelings are affected. But that takes... That takes effort, so it has to be worth the effort. <laughs> and sometimes with business dealings or casual dealings, it's just like just let it fly. However, they take it, they take it. But if there's somebody that you're trying to like actually mold and shape, when you say it that way, they should have enough to give it, give it back, and say, "Hey, way you phrase that wasn't. I want you to kind of know that going forward." And then you take that in as far as what the importance of that person is in your life, but also as a growth moment as well. I'm trying to do that myself. It works sometimes. Like the people I'm paying, I don't do that shit too. With all due
0: respect, you just tell them no. No, I
1: don't like this shit. Like this is wrong. Why don't you get back Get at me when it's right. Yeah. No. See, you can't. No. There's no all due respect there. This is the employer-employee dynamic.
0: And when they come back at you, do they say with all due respect?
1: Yeah. Sometimes they did. They're not there. That's what just happened recently. I was doing a project, and the the person was just looking at it like, you know, we were infringing on their artistic vision, but I had an artist that I needed to have their vision be realized, and they needed to be happy first, and there was a little bit of hurt feelings because I regarded the artist's vision over there. They were getting paid to do what the artist wanted in a way, so at the end of that, with all due respect, if you want me to not do that, and you want to part ways, sayonara. Peace out. I can get... Because with capital, you can just get somebody new. That's the thing. (laughs) That's the thing about people to understand. And you cut off a connection that's connected to some really wild shit. So for me, I'm not losing. I'm going to be okay because I'm still connected to my wild shit and I have capital. It's a choice you have to make personally when you work with me. I'm not going to be with all due respect at all. Do what the fuck I'm saying. With all due respect. (laughs) Last. (laughs) Last one. Numero uh, yes, onze, yes, <laughs> to count. Once. Pursuant to your instructions, see that hasn't been said to me, but oh, like a thousand times. And this is where they try and catch you in a trick bag because you're the boss of them, and you they do it all, all to the letter. The people I like to hire, they don't do it to the letter. The, my lead engineer he doesn't do it to the letter. He's like, okay, I see what he wants to do, but I got to do my most professional job and make him happy over here but there's some people they like you said do exactly this didn't you and so <laughs> would you say to someone in person or on the phone pursuant to your instructions i emailed biff regarding the above mentioned issue I, somebody might but
0: maybe in an email pursue it to your
1: instructions. <laughs> but it's very condescending very right PC. there <laughs> that's what it is and so it's like <laughs> Just say, if you want to be that person that's going to go that route, don't do it with me. But you can say, as requested or as you asked. Or just say what you did. After all, the person you're writing already knows what they asked you to do. (laughs) So, all I feel is condescension when I hear this one, pursuant to your instructions.
0: I'm gonna use that next
1: time. I did it all. I'm gonna like write like to you, pursuant to your instruction. here
0: tomorrow. tomorrow. Why is
1: she re- referencing me? <laughs> I don't I understand that. It's funny. It's funny. I do not instruct you. We are not su- su- I got subordinate to each other. We are co-owners of this thing. She's like, I'm talking about people that she paying out. Look, I'm a boss. She a boss. I give her the same respect she gives me. That's what's up. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hired hand. I'm not work for her she ain't got to tell me nothing it. yeah she don't work for me either so that's with all up. due respect Yeah. All <laughs> that shit. so that was my little thing for today i'm just like everybody knows that they do these little things that are passive aggressive and that really you don't really even mean them get to the point in your growth where you can not be a dick about how you say things or be rude but get to the point where you can actually just address things directly and you'll get a lot further you get a lot further with building your relationships into a stronger bond, something that's, that's not built on bullshit and empty fucking phrases. And also, it'll get you to where you want to go more quickly. I've learned this the hard way, so that's why I'm, I wanted to share it. Like, all that speak like that, in real life and in corporate life, it, it, it's, not, it's not worth it. It's just it's, it's putting you in mud. You, you're going a little slower because of it. Get to the point. People will respect it as long as you know what you're talking about. And the very first one, if you don't, then be quiet. <laughs> so that was the next half. What are your thoughts? Those are the last half. That was the last four or five. The last. Well, I mean,
0: yeah, I, I think we talked through it.
1: All right.
0: Um. Yeah, some are good.
1: Which some ones don't you like?
0: Well, I don't think it's a big deal to say if someone gave you specific instructions. To say pursuant of your instructions ABC like if I gave someone instructions and they said okay here's the answers that's not a big deal
1: to me see it's the phrase though you have to understand pursuant to your instructions absolves you from anything because are you're basically reinforcing that you did things exactly the way they asked for me as the owner and people that were doing shit for me I expect them to do what I asked them to do but at the best of their ability and knowledge to go beyond they know, to know what to they, they do why reasons. I hired them I'm not an engineer, so if I ask an engineer to do certain things, A through Z, or A through D, and the basics aren't taken care of, like, well, you just said to do this, but you knew to do this. That's a fucking annoying thing for me.
0: Well, if someone did something that they knew was not correct, because you might have said something a certain way, but they knew it, then that's one thing. If they were... Like, okay, if you gave somebody instructions and they were like, okay, I followed the instructions, I changed all these things, I, that, that was a, that's okay. But if they knew they were, like, not doing it correctly and they said, well, this is how you said to do it. It just sounds like, like it's like,
1: you of something. Yeah. Pursuant to your instructions, I did exactly what you said to do. And it's yeah. like what the end of the article says, yeah, I know what I asked you to do, but now the shit comes back and this isn't done and this isn't done. When it should be done, and, and I'm asking you, why didn't you do that? And you and said. They
0: say, oh, because. Sure you
1: to your Oh well,
0: yeah, but if they lead with that and then they deliver everything, that's that's, that's completely okay. fine. That's fine, but yeah. I, it's
1: usually a red flag for me. But if it's I, like I they didn't often.
0: deliver it and then they're saying, well, you didn't ask for it, basically, then that's a different thing.
1: Well, that's what it means to me. It's like Masaki would never say to me. <laughs> Based on what you text me, based on what you text me, this is what I did. He's looking at my text like this fool wants this stuff. He doesn't even know what the hell is gonna take. But I want to let him know it's gonna take three hours, and I'm gonna do what's supposed to be done. Yeah. Don't say because I'm saying just copy it right over. That sounds like a good plan. Just copy it over. (laughs) You know, like. What are we talking about? This is ridiculous. So that's what it, when I see that pursuant to your instructions is actually a it's it's a little shield from that person that's saying I'm only doing what you that, told me.
0: But it's only because you told you me. You to. told
1: me this, and so I did this. I don't like that shit. That's passive aggressive once again.
0: Yeah, but I think if it's like Where's lead my in
1: my to
0: all of the work that you've done and you're delivering sure, everything,
1: I can see that on okay. that particular thing is one thing, but in general that. Is absolving you of some responsibility right off the bat And putting it back on me When I'm like, okay, I'm the person that doesn't know how to do shit Because if I did, I wouldn't have hired you to do shit That's the fucking dynamic we need to establish right now If I could do it, I wouldn't fucking do it I mean, if I could do it, I wouldn't fucking hire you to do it So do what you do Like, pursuant to your instructions You said to keep the door open Because you want air to circulate more freely through the house Motherfucker, you know the door needs to be closed and keep the air in the room. So you say and do whatever the professional thing is to do. Don't don't take what I'm saying to do and say pursue the instructions when you know damn well what you're supposed to do in addition to making it work. And in the, where we live, in an entertainment industry, that's a given at the highest levels. It's like, you are going to auto-tune. You are going to make these stems different colors. You are going to have these sections cross-faded. You're going to check frequency oh, like your responses. Yeah, You're going to do. I'm talking people
0: like Nisha, de- what they are, supposed a, to be
1: doing. Some people are like, you just said to copy and paste it over and send it. Do um, you ever find Hot Tracks Inc online and you come with that bullshit? You will never get in yeah. ever in your whole life. But there we go. This is pretty much 30 minutes. Okay. I picked a decent topic. We talked again on it. Yeah. So we chatted. We chatted. You know how she is. (laughs) So, um, yeah, to the next one. This format is interesting. We'll have to discuss if we do it like this again.
0: All right. This is Connie.
1: This is Art.
0: And we're the Get Up Team.
1: Get Up Team Podcast.
0: And this is our podcast.
1: And uh, remember our saying,
0: don't "Don't be be a
1: sleep sheep. sheep. (laughs) Ouch.